The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. I want to welcome us once again to the final day of the 2019 Kingsword International Women's Conference. This year's conference has just been off the hook. It's just been lit in every sense of the word. Amen. And for those of us that have been in all the meetings, I'm sure we've been immersed and soaked in God's word, in God's presence, in God's anointing, in God's strength. Hallelujah. And for those of us, especially our men that are just joining us, you know, this morning, we're trusting God that that same anointing that we have been experiencing, you know, all through this conference will be yours this morning. Come on, if you believe that, would you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Now, the, folk, the theme that we've been looking at, you know, all through this conference is courageous. Courageous, you know. And there's a call to be courageous. Primarily because there's an assignment that God has for us. Because there's a new level that God wants us to attain. You know, all through the scriptures, wherever God gave people an admonition to be courageous, to be strong, to fear not, it was because he had something ahead of them. And he knew that there were adversaries, there were difficulties, there were challenges. Some of these things are, are issues, challenges within us, and some, some of these things are things that we will face outside of us. But there was always a call for people to stand strong, for people to be bold, for people to fear not. Because God's will is that ultimately we get our inheritance. And I know that God has an inheritance for each and every one of us in this place and this morning. And that's why there's a call for us to be courageous. You know, some of us might think, look around you and you think, oh, my life is okay. I'm okay where I am. You know, I have enough money. My children are fine. My business is growing and all that. But I tell you that there's going to come a time when God is going to interrupt your life. And it's not just because he's doing that for, 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 for the sake of interrupting you, but because there's something bigger he has ahead of you. You might think you are comfortable today, you know, but the Bible says that the path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto that perfect day. And sometimes for us to enter into our inheritance, for us to lay hold on the new things that God has set before us, there's going to be a shaking. There's going to be a shaking. There's going to be an interruption. And what you decide to do at that point will determine whether you experience the fullness of all that God has originally intended for you or not. And that's the way God deals with us, you know, as, shown, as he showed us in scriptures. He had a promise that he had given to the children of Israel. And all the while they were wandering in the wilderness for so many years. But he kept telling them, you must take hold of the land. You must enter into the land. There are adversaries before you. But be strong and of good courage because you are going to lay hold of this inheritance. And you know, when we talk about being courageous, it's not, you know, sometimes it's just, um, you know, one of the things that, that we heard in the last couple of days that being courageous is just saying yes to the will of God. God's word comes to you. And you say, here am I, Lord. This, I know that I understand that this is what you want to do in my life. And I just say yes to you. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're, you have to be naturally, you know, fighting in that sense and all that. If you look at the life of Mary, you know, God's word came to Mary. That she was going to birth, you know, the savior of this world. 
And what was her response? Be it unto me according to your word. Even though she knew that there was going to be opposition and rejection against her, it was something unheard of in that society. She knew how the sense of what she was going to face. But she still took a step and said, Lord, be it unto me according to your word. And she said yes to God's will. And there's some people that God will actually require you to fight. Look at David. David had to fight Goliath before he could get the people of Israel into the position where they had peace and rest from all their enemies. So the primary thing that we must understand is that, you know, once we put ourselves in a position that we want to do and we want to experience God's will for us ultimately, you know, we're taking a step of courage. We're taking a step of courage. Glory to God. You know, there are many times that, and, and, and when God gives us an instruction, it's because he can see ahead of us. The Bible says that we know only in part, but God declares the end even from the beginning. And so he's able to lead us in the direction that he wants us to go to, ultimately. And, you know, why, why, why do we, why, how can we be courageous? Or what gives us, you know, the sense, you know, to act with boldness, to act with confidence, to go out, you know, and do those things that God has told us to do, even in the midst of the adversaries and the difficulties that we might face. The primary reason is because we know that God is with us. God is with us. If you understand that God is in you and God is with me and God has said, you know, everywhere he told people to fear not, to be courageous, he told them also, I am with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. And that's what gives us confidence in Hebrews 13, 5. The Bible says, and so I can be confident because I know that the Lord is with me. The Lord is my portion. And therefore, what can man do to me? What can situations and circumstances do to me? Because I know that the Lord is with me. Glory to God. So courage is saying yes to God's will. It's saying yes to God's instruction. At all times because you know that God is with me. And God is involved in an active participator in the events of my life. He is working actively. He's not passive. No. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. He is thinking about you. The Bible says that I know the thoughts that I think towards you. In the midst of those 5 billion, 6 billion people we have on earth, God says that he knows the thoughts he thinks towards you as an individual. You know, sometimes as, as human beings, you know, we have people, we have relationships, we have children, we have friends, we have colleagues. And sometimes, like they say, out of sight is out of mind. You know, someone that you have not seen, you know, in a long time, you see the person and say, oh, I've, I've forgotten about you, you know, for one reason or the other. I've gotten so caught up in, you know, my little world that, you know, I haven't had time to reach, reach out to you. But the Bible says that every time that God is thinking of us, I don't know how he does it, but I just know that... In the midst of everyone around, I know that God is thinking about me. And it's the same thing about you. So God is on your case. God is working with you. God is working for you. And so that should give you confidence and boldness. The Bible says that they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. So when you have confidence in the fact that God is with you and for you, you can act courageously. You can act boldly. You can take that step. The Bible tells us of, about um, Elisha and his servants when, you know, the enemy came against them. And Elisha was just cool like that. 
not moving, you know, not being shaken. And the servant was like, master, 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 you know, the mountains are filled with all these people. What shall we do? And Elisha said, God opened his eyes. And when his eyes got opened and he saw the people that were surrounding them, he knew, he realized that in fact that the people that he had, they had working for them were far more than those that came against them. You know, we need to have that kind of assurance when we're going through issues in life. When you're faced with decisions that we have to make. We need to make decisions from an understanding of the fact that God is with me. I may not feel it. I may not see it. But I know that God's word says it, that he will never leave me nor forsake me. And he is working for me in the day and in the night. And he will never ever give up on me. Amen. So sometimes why do we fail to act with courage? Because I tell you, I mean, if we look at our lives, you know, what are the things that we might have missed just because we decided to stay in our comfort zone? Just because we felt, oh, I can't take this risk. I like it where I am here. I don't want to change, you know, I don't want to shake the stable. I don't want to change the status quo. What are the things that you might have missed in your life because you haven't taken a step in boldness and courage? Why? You know, sometimes we just feel that you are alone. You feel like you are alone. The Bible tells us about Elijah. When Jezebel was, you know, was chasing him and, you know, wanted to kill him. Elijah that called down fire and brimstone, you know, once upon a time, was running because of the word of a woman. And he said, oh, I am all alone as a prophet of the Most High God. And God showed him that you are not alone. First of all, there are people like you who haven't bowed the knee to Jezebel. And have you forgotten that I who did this and this and this in the past, I haven't left the throne. And so Elijah was encouraged. So there are times in your life that you would feel alone. People might desert you. Friends might turn their backs on you. You might find yourself in the wilderness. But the Bible says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes you are marked by past failures and mistakes. And you feel like, I don't want to take this step anymore. Because I don't want to fail. But failure is okay. If you tell yourself, it's okay to fail. The Bible says that the righteous man will fall seven times, but yet he will rise again. Failure, like I said last, last week, you know, failure is not the end of the story. It's not the conclusion of your life. Failure is only feedback. Are you going to take, take that failure and learn from it and then work and begin to run again? Or are you just going to sit down and fold your hands and say, because I failed one time, I'm not going to make a move again. The people who have done great things, who have experienced great miracles, who have had great achievements in life, they are people that were ready to fail over and over again because they understood that failure was just feedback, that something needs to be changed. You need to change your inputs because I've not gotten the output I, 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 I desire. So failure is not a call for you to quit, but it's a call for you to understand that there's something wrong with my inputs if I don't see the output that I desire. Sometimes we are held back by the judgment and criticism of others. What are people going to say? What have people said about me? People have labeled me as a failure, as a weakling. 
But more importantly, you should ask yourself, what has God said about me? Who do I belong to? Who has made me? Who is my manufacturer? What did he have in mind when he created me? Am I going to allow the thoughts of other people, the criticism of, of other people to mold me into a little box, to box me up into a corner? There are many times we are going to be criticized for several reasons because people might not understand us. But I thank God, you know, we are not called to live because of others. We are called to live unto God. We are called to live our lives in accordance with the script that God has written about us. The Bible says about Jesus, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. Not to do the bidding of any man. You didn't write my description of my life. So why should I allow you to rewrite the script that God has originally written about me? So you don't allow yourself to be limited by the criticism of others. People might criticize you because they don't know where you're going. What has God said about you? That must, you must take confidence in, 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 in knowing and understanding what God has said about you and who God has said you are. Glory to Jesus. So don't put your life on hold because of what someone has said about you. And at times that you just feel inadequate. I'm not up to it, Lord. Hello, Gideon. I'm the least in my family. But God said, go in this your might. That's all I need. I just need you to take a step. Go in this your might. Go in this your might and you will deliver this people. And you will save this people. So you might not feel courageous as it were. You know, all God is asking you is to take the next step. Sometimes taking just the next step is an act of being courageous. Not knowing what the future holds before you. Hello, Abraham. You waited how many years to have a son? But I want that son. I want you to sacrifice that son for me. Hello, Abraham. You've been so comfortable with your family all, you know, all the while. I wanted to go into a new land, which I will show you. The place of uncertainty. And Abraham got up and he took those steps. And we're still talking about Abraham today. What if Abraham had told God, God, no, I'm comfortable, you know, with my family. This is where, you know, my, my, my forefathers have lived all, all their lives. I don't want to leave this comfort zone. God will have gone to look for someone else, you know, to be the forerunner of Jesus, as it were. But because Abraham took that step in obedience, in boldness, in courage, we're still celebrating him today as the father of faith. So wherever you might be in life, you know, there's going to be a call. There is a call for you to be courageous because God is seeing your future. You might not feel like there's anything for you to do today, but God is preparing you for the future that he has for you. God is going to be, you know, demanding certain things of you. There's going to be a call to action at some point. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do at that point in time? So courage, being courageous is, is, is boldness. It's acting with boldness. It's acting with confidence. And courage is not the absence of fear. But it's acting in spite of your fear. It's acting in spite of your fear. Glory to God. You know, God's servants you know, told us that fear is a reaction. Fear is a reaction to things or something that has happened to us. Whereas courage is an intentional decision that you make. 
is an intentional decision that you make. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to take this action on the back of the promise that God has given to you. So you must build confidence in knowing who God says that you are. And one of the things that we learned also is that the Holy Spirit is the agent of power and courage. Acts 1.8 says that you will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses. You will act courageously. The Bible tells us in the book of Acts that, you know, many times in the early church, when the people were attacked, that they just went back to their own company and they prayed and they received boldness from the place of prayer and they received confidence from the place of prayer to keep doing the things that God asked them to do. The Holy Spirit brings about courage. He is the spirit of power. 2 Timothy 1.8 says that God has not given you the spirit of, of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And when you learn to focus on the Holy Spirit, when you learn to focus on the word, that place of courage, that spirit of courage begins to rest upon you. And you are able to act in obedience. You are able to take that step that God is asking you to take. This is our year of new things. And I know that God is going to be asking us to do things that we have never done before. Because he wants to bring about results that we have never experienced before. But many times, he's going to ask us to take an action, steps that will move us from our comfort zone. And that's why he's empowering us right now, letting us know that no matter how hard or difficult the decision might be, I am with you. My strength is available. My spirit is available. You can act in boldness. There are people that have gone ahead of you. There are even situations that you might look back in your past and you realize that, wow, I don't know how I went through that period in my life. But the same God that saw me through that situation, he hasn't changed. He is still on the throne. And I know that he will see me through. Glory to God. Come rise up on our feet this morning. Oh, Father, we give you praise. God's word is still going to be coming up to, to us this morning. And I just wanted to lift up your hands and, you know, just receive God's strength. Just receive God's grace. Just receive God's spirit afresh. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.